bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. You want you want to make some extra money on the side, supplement supplement your income. Sign up to Bet with Joel. Betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. Um Yeah, that's Bet with Joel. You want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Go to welcome to the potty.com slash store. Buy yourself a butter soft Soft as baby shit. Welcome to the potty. Unsourced t-shirt, dude. And um, 5% of all proceeds go to charity. You know, this month, we're going to donate to Taboo, uh, which is, it's a, it's a charity that provides education and feminine hygiene products uh, to uh, people in Africa who, who, who don't have it. Um, because, you know, females, um, when they're on their period over there, they don't have the products, so they miss out on school. They don't go to school when they've got their period. Um, so, yeah, they they don't go to school. They miss out on their education. The men get smarter. The men get further. This this charity is helping offset that and keep keep these women in school, give, give them their products and uh, keep them... You know, keep them in there. So you want to support that cause. You support Welcome to the Potty at the same time. Buy yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. 5% of all proceeds will be going to Taboo this month. And um, yeah, and you're going to look fly, dude. You're going to look uh, probably, if you played a video game, you would get plus 20, between plus 10 and plus 20 swag points straight up. Um, and these these t-shirts are so soft, dude, that they've got no friends, bro, because they're always crying. All right? So uh Welcome to the potty.com slash store to get your extra swag drip drop dripping. Uh, let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, boy. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Oh, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the Clumsy jewel, look, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka that milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain, dude. Um, do I sound energized today? Well, fuck, I do. I do feel a bit energized. Have I? You know, I'm 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 still waiting on uh, a couple of things, dude. Both my parents are getting medical tests today that I'm waiting for hopefully good news about um but look i uh i've had to keep my voice down while doing the welcome to the potty podcast the last two episodes and um i've also been i've also not been feeling too good mentally so that that hasn't helped but but when you you know you can kind of fake it till you make it if you can bring your own heat you know bring that bring that fucking source to the episode but uh, we've had a guest in the house. I haven't felt I haven't felt comfortable uh, bringing the volume into the studio in here. So, so uh, that's also been a been a factor. Um, who's in the house? Rachel's mom. I think I did say that. I think I did say that on the weekend's episode. Um, Rachel's mom's been staying here, um, and you know that's that's an experience, dude. That is an experience in itself. And uh, I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all, but um, you know, I just prefer it if if it didn't happen. Do I? I don't know. Like, do I want my own family to stay here? Well, listen, my mom lives around the corner, so she she doesn't really need to stay here. Let's be let's be fucking honest, okay? So my mom and my stepdad really don't need to even stay here. They can come for dinner, but they don't really need to stay here at all. My dad, he lives up north. Right, northeast, um, and would would I feel would I feel this way if Dad stayed here? Yeah, dude, I think I would. It's just you know different vibes with 
with, with dude, I'm fucking, I'm I'm coming up on thirty. I just don't really want to be living with my parents. Like maybe you know, maybe like two days, I could have my old man or my mom or whatever in here. You know, this this expedition right now. This is the plan is a month. Now, when I first heard that, was I thrilled? Absolutely not. Um, but I thought. Once it, you know, once it happens, it'll, it'll happen in the blink of an eye and I'll be over it. Uh, and I was over it. Yeah, I was over it one day in, to be honest with you. I was actually over it on the way to our house from the airport, to be honest. Just some comments. Um, I don't know, dude. Sometimes people, people that don't understand your lifestyle or don't, didn't grow up the same time as you, even if they raised someone that did, they don't understand it. And, um, you know, just... Uh, that can be a bit judgmental and shit like that. So that's how I felt on the drive here from the airport already. Um, we're having Christmas at our house, which, um, you know, is a lot. We we have a relatively big home, but it's not an entertainment type of place. It's open plan. We've got a tiny kitchen, which is one of the rooms that people would be able to be in. We've got a tiny dining room, which is one of the rooms people would be able to be in. And we've got a living room. Um which we haven't really designed for, for, uh, guests. So the living room has a couch in it and I don't even feel comfortable telling you how much the couch cost. Uh, and we fucking got that bitch on sale. Okay. And I'm still uncomfortable telling you how much it costs because, you know, people, you know, let's just. Let's just say thank God for bet with Joel because there's no way I would have spent my own, my own fucking money on this shit, all right? Because it was too much. Um, so yeah, I don't really want people spilling drinks on it. I don't want people fucking with long nails scratching it. It's fucking soft leather. Um, you know, I don't want people wearing maybe some, some jeans with, you know how jeans have those metal buttons on the back sometimes? With them. Uh, you know, people sitting down with handbags that have metal chains on them and shit like this. Don't want it. Don't want kids with dirty hands touching it. This type of shit. It's not a house for entertaining. We can have a couple people over for dinner. I, I like 20 people for Christmas. That's a lot. It's a lot, dude. So we've said we've said picnic outside, paper plates and shit so we don't need to um, clean up. Just chuck it all away and be done with it. And that's all been vetoed. By, um, yeah, so, uh, I'm just, it's just stressful, man. I just don't like fucking wants that shit. Someone else, someone else did say that have it at their place. And then, and that dude, it's just all, it's a lot. It's a lot. And that's where I'm at. Um, now did that play a role in my, um, episode last Tuesday, Wednesday, sorry. I recorded on Tuesday. You guys listened to it on Wednesday. Um, it had, a, it, it had a negative impact on my mood, but not my mental health. My mental health, um, let me break that down. Um, comedy is a hard game. Uh, sometimes if you are trying to work out a joke, and I've only been doing this shit for a little bit of time too, three months. You try to work out a joke and, some, and you're just not able to, you know there's something funny there, but you're not quite able, ready to figure it out. It takes a bit of time. Uh, that can be frustrating and it can hurt the uh, ego maybe a little bit. Um, make It makes me think sometimes I'm just like, fuck, am I even funny? Like, why am I even doing this? Um, when you're an open micer, you're going to empty rooms a lot of the time and doing sets. Uh, and that's that's normal. That's not something that's just me, but it's something that I'm having trouble coping with is because I've been lucky enough to have a a couple of packed rooms and have a couple of killer sets. And now I don't want to do these little rooms, but I've got to remember like, Hey, bruh, you just started this shit and you need to accept that it's not going to be all fucking sunshine and roses and lollipops and all that good shit, dude. You know, you know, um, so sometimes I'll be, I've been forgetting that and just being like, damn, like I'm a suck at this shit. Look at these gigs I'm getting. But, um, yeah, but I understand it's a grind and it's probably going to be a grind for, for a number of years, you know, and uh, it's just a question of whether I'm willing to stick it out. And at this point I am, but I've, like I said, I've only been doing this three months. Um, so we'll, we'll just really see, we'll just really see about, um, you know, how, 
how long I can put up with this because it would be easier too if I could get some sleep. Um, but I work all day. I get up early and I go to work. I work all day. I come home, I get changed and I go to the comedy club. Um, and then that's a late night because I'm early in my comedy career. I don't feel comfortable doing my set and bouncing without watching everybody else. I feel kind of disrespectful doing that. So I stay the whole night. I get tired. I go home. I sleep. I get up. I go to work. I'm burning the candle bows down. I also do a podcast. So if I've got a gig on a Tuesday night, I do the gig. I come home. I get home about 11, uh, yeah, about 11 o'clock. I do the party. I send it to Triple M. And Triple M fucking puts that shit together, puts it out for me. You know? So that's... That's what happens sometimes on a Tuesday night. Um, the last, like a few Saturdays, I've been having 30th birthdays. I've been having work Christmas functions. Um, we've, just, we've just lost battery in the camera. So this episode will not be on YouTube. Sorry, sorry guys. Um, so yeah, so then I've been banging out these episodes early in the morning on Saturday. So I'm not even getting my... You know, I don't really do sleep-ins, but I'm not even getting my, like, rest on a Friday night to a Saturday. I haven't really had the time to play much video games, which is, like, that's my chill time. I really, that's like, some people do meditation. Um, that's kind of my time where I don't stress. I'm just playing a video game, so I'm not getting mad, unless I'm playing Call of Duty. And I'm playing against, like, the, you know, some real warriors you know that that are really fucking me up that can be stressful but if i'm playing 2k i'm usually killing it unless i'm playing online um because 2k online is bullshit because for some reason they haven't they haven't figured out how to keep the the shot the same the shot there's so much lag on the shot is impossible to shoot on on 2k online and um I don't know what, like, I thought it was the internet. Our internet, our internet in this house is elite. And I thought it was the internet at the old house fucking that up. So I'm here, I'm getting ready to play this shit. I'm like, I'm going to be good online finally. No, to be good online at 2K, you actually, you actually need to get used to the lag and figure out the lag. Fuck that, dude. So I'm not playing online. Anyway, um, so there's that lack of sleep. Uh, confidence in, in comedy, um, uh, you know, the potty, the potty seems to have hit a bit of a standstill growth wise. Um, it could be, I've had a lack of guests the last few months. It could be in my energy might be lacking. Maybe I'm doing it too often. Maybe I need to cut it back. Um, uh, but it's hit a bit of a standstill. Is it enough listeners for me to keep going? Absolutely. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, it's just like, sometimes it's disheartening, but thank you to everyone buying t-shirts, um, because that keeps them, you know, that keeps the money becoming it, you know? Um, so, so that's good. Um, shit. What else? Um, yeah, uh, I'm not going to get too into it. Um, I st like I said last week, but, uh, uh, you know, got some, got a little bit of news about dad, which wasn't, wasn't like my favorite thing. So that's been on my mind. And then on Sunday, even, even mom said something too. That's now, now that's sort of on my mind now, but, um, what, that wasn't a factor last week, but it's just all sort of fucking happening at the moment. Work. Um, yeah, like I, I. I like my employer. I, I like the people I work with. Um, but I clearly have these other passions like comedy and the podcast that I wish, um, I wish had me doing something like getting, getting some proper full-time money, uh, because I just have the passion for it. I have the passion for it. And here I am sitting at work every day, just, and it just seems like it's ta it's just a distraction away from what I really want to be doing. But it's, you know, it's that thing. Clay, why don't you, why don't you fucking resign then and focus on, on getting where you want to get? Why don't you do that? Uh, well, 
because it's not that easy, dude. Because I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably a bit spoiled with um, just my my setup. Um, that's pretty much yeah. I don't want to say I don't want to fucking start talking about um, you know all that, but um, yeah, man, it's a it's a. It lets me live in a nice house. It lets me um, do things for my girlfriend, you know? It lets me buy her nice things for Christmas. I bought her... Dude, this year, Christmas, don't fucking worry about it, dude. I already won Christmas, you know? So it lets me do things like that. Um, We're going on a holiday this year. It lets me do that. Oh, Oh, Clay doing comedy three months in, full time. Dude, even if I didn't work, I still wouldn't be getting paid for comedy. So no, there wouldn't be a holiday this year. Um, the money I earn from the potty goes straight back into the potty. So that's not coming. That's not even hitting us for Christmas. So it's just, that's what, that's what the job's for. But one day, you know, sometimes you want to do, sometimes you contemplate going part-time or, or whatever, just something, just something, bro. So we'll just... We'll reevaluate um, maybe when we get back from our holiday and see see what we think. Um, you know, I've got a fucking car, dude. I'm I didn't pay cash for that, so I'm paying that off. It's this type of shit that you become a slave to the fucking nine to five, you know, and that's that's how I feel. Uh, let's not take slavery too literally. There, I wasn't trying to say that. My employers are fucking dope, dude, and I'm not working for free by any means. But um, that's like, you know, I mean, a slave to the nine to five is in like we have been conditioned. Dude, people used to work. Well, call it work, but it was just to survive It's for warmth, food, shelter, you know, water. I've got all that shit easy. I can work. I can work one day a week and afford that. Well, not really shelter, but I could go live under like a, you know, a bridge or some shit. I'm not in, you know, I don't live in a snowy place. I'm not going to probably get hypothermia or nothing, you know, go to salvation. But you know, you know what I'm saying? But no, we want to live in a nice house and we want to have stupid expensive couches and, you know, we want to have a nice studio for our podcast and shit. So yeah, I got to work. Um, and you know. I miss being able to play basketball, dude, as well. That's been hitting me hard lately, playing a lot of 2K. I've been thinking, damn, bro, I miss this shit. I miss it. I fucking miss it, dude. My body betrayed me, uh, and now I, I can't play anymore, bro. And it's it's been a long time, and you guys have been through that journey with me. This shit started while I was still playing. And now I'm sitting here not playing, bro, and I fucking miss it, dude. I fucking miss it. I miss it a lot. I, um, yeah, fuck. I just want to play. I just miss it. And I knew I was aware when I was playing that it was going to come to an end. I didn't take it for granted. I did complain sometimes when, you know, you have issues with coaches and teammates and shit, but I didn't take it for granted, but I still, I look, I, I sit here now and I'm like, fuck. That lifestyle was so sick. That was so dope. And I wish I could. I, I'm, I'm just trying to bring myself that same lifestyle, but through comedy and podcasts. And I would love for that shit. And, you know, I'm just grinding it out, dude. Grinding it out. And, you know, we're, we're lucky enough that we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting, um, we're getting bet with Joel sponsorship. People are buying t-shirts, dude. Um, and... Listen, we, it's not all about, it's not all about me, you know, that's why, that's why we've got, um, charities that we support because that's, that's an important thing is giving back, not being selfish, not making you guys buy t-shirts and then just fucking, you know, getting some new mics or some shit, you know, so so we need, we make sure that that shit goes to charity and hopefully we can have like some events or something eventually. But at the moment, my idea, the ideas I'm having are not event related. All my ideas seem to be promotion, like promotional ideas. Um, 
clay in the kitchen ideas. I know it's been a while. It's just our kitchen's so small here. I'm still trying to figure out. I haven't really been cooking heaps here because I just don't enjoy it as much. The space is just a bit smaller. Um, yeah, it's a bit difficult. So I'm thinking about, I've been thinking about maybe inviting guests for clay in the kitchen and maybe going to their house cooking them a meal or maybe having a cooking contest like we both make a burger and we make it our own way and then we have someone else there that tastes them both and or maybe we, we all taste them both we cut them instead of just biting them with our hands and shit we cut them up taste them and see you know see who the winner is um yeah things like that things like that so think that would be fun and then it would get me out of my kitchen could go to someone else's kitchen so that was one thought i had i've got a good idea for a pro promotional video for for comedy not for the potty could be for the potty could be for both could just use it for both um yeah dude so there's that i've been missing basketball heaps dude working um yeah and sometimes i just feel like there's not enough time in the day for me to have any alone time and, um, you know, people say, just take some. And that's what I, that's, you know, it's just fucking hard, man. Cause I feel like if I don't go and do stand up, like last night I didn't go do stand up. Um, and I felt guilty, dude. I didn't feel like I was resting. I felt like I was at home stressing. Oh, guess what? There's someone else on stage right now getting better at comedy. And I'm at home not getting better at comedy. You know, um, I fucking hate that feeling, dude. Oh, Clay, what about, you know, take some time off the podcast? Dude, it kind of hurts me because, because the, this is my, this is my best part of the week and I'm getting shit off my chest. I'm sitting here getting shit off my chest right now. So that's probably, that's therapy. That's therapeutic. So it's kind of good for me, but it's just like, it is still work. I still got to do Shit, I got to do social media and all this shit. Well, I got to, you know, I got to text Money Maker Mitch ideas or whatever and approvals when he sends shit through. Oh, Clay, what about this? What about this? Yeah, yeah, do that. No, don't do that. That's a bit on the nose, you know? Hey, when's this going to be done? Get this out there, Mitch. You know, so it's still a bit of work. Um, so we're just navigating through life right now, trying to, um, trying to get an opportunity, man. And there's a few things coming up. There's a few things coming up that could, could translate into something and could not even, it also could not, but, uh, you know, you know what happens? You learn either way. So I'm doing the raw comedy, I guess it's a competition, right? Every state has a, has heats. I'm in the, I'm in the Adelaide heat one, right? I think it's on the 9th of January, 7.30 PM at the Rhino room. Uh, tickets are like $15. Um, so, you know, if I win that, then I go into the state final. And then if I win that, I go and I perform at the Melbourne comedy, uh, festival and that's on national TV. Now, like I said, my confidence, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know what I'm expecting from it. I don't know if I'm even expecting to get to the state final or, or what I'm expecting, but I, um, I'm expecting to learn for sure, regardless of success or, uh, or, or, or otherwise. Um, then I've also got this, I'm doing a comedy course and I've always kind of before starting comedy, I've always kind of dismissed stand-up comedy courses as a bit of a scam um, because I don't think someone can teach... I don't think someone can really teach you how to be a good stand-up comedian. I think you've got to have that in you. Um, so I never would have thought of taking a course before starting comedy. And I've, I've started it. I've done it. I've given it a quarter of a year, three months. And I feel like I do have it in me. I think I feel like there's some things that I could learn, and um, the person running the course I do trust. So I'm gonna do that. And the final show for that course is actually at the Fringe Festival. So I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna basically be in a Fringe show, I guess. 
Um, but I'll only have to do five minutes of comedy, not like a, not like an hour or a half hour. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's really, um, that's me, man. That's, that's fuck. That's most of the update. Um, yeah, dude, just want to, just want to fucking have some peace in my life, dude, you know, and you know, without, without having somebody, um, visiting our house and, you know, doing all, doing all, doing all that, um, my life is already pretty hectic, but yeah, it just so happens that we actually have a guest here that isn't just, you know, isn't just a, a friend or whatever. It's, it's family. So evidently feels comfortable, um, doing, doing some things that I, uh, you know, let's say money making Mitch came to my house and did a couple of these things. I would have some fucking strong shit to say, but I've been sitting back, uh, keeping my mouth shut. And you know what? That's not really good for, for, uh, people that's got a lot on their mind either. Cause you hold that shit in and it just manifests. But you know, I don't want to upset Rachel. I don't want to upset her mother. So I'll just shut the fuck up. Um, neither of them le- listen to this podcast. So you guys get to deal with, with, with my frustrations, but Hey, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's like, you know, everybody loves Raymond. I'm not like, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate her. I'm not, I'm just sort of, it's just like, it's, um, dude, I don't know. I, Hey, if you're in a relationship and you feel different to me and you, and you really want, um, your girlfriend's parents or, or your, your, uh, parents-in-law, your in-laws to, um, stay at your house for a whole month. Please, please tell me that I, I'm wrong. Um, but a whole month, Hey, anyone staying at my house for a whole month, I'm not going to be fucking too thrilled with dude. You know, a month, like we had, we had roommate Dan come and he stayed for two weeks but we went, we went and we did the Great Ocean Road. We did, we went to Melbourne. You know, we're, we're all over the place. So we, like, his footprint on our house, dude, was, was nil. I walk in on my, on, you know, the first, the first full day. And there's been furniture moved around my house. Now, just think about that. Okay. And that's, that's all I'll say. So that's, that's just like. Um, it's where I'm at. Uh, sometimes you just, sometimes I, cause I'm the boss man. You understand? You do you remember the start of the podcast? Welcome to the potty. Bung bung. It's your man, Claytron, AKA what? The big boss man, the big boss man. Okay. I didn't feel like the big boss man when, you know, we're having fucking, Furniture rearrangements and shit behind closed doors, you know. Um, I felt like maybe not even the little boss man. I didn't even feel like a boss man at all. I felt like some fucking guy in someone else's house, you know, which is weird to feel like in your own house. That's that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm probably going to stop talking about that now before you know somebody fucking tags Rachel in this shit and I get in trouble. Oh, let me just have a water. I've got a question for the guys out there. Um, dude, cause I love sticky date pudding, right? And this, <laughs> and this isn't an ad. <laughs> Stickydatepudding.com didn't fucking reach out. <laughs> um, fucking, um, I love sticky day pudding, specifically the caramel sauce that comes with it. And I had a homoerotic thought about it um, when I last had it. I was like, you know, 
if if somebody told me that cum tastes like this, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I'd think about it. <laughs> you know, like that's how good that caramel sauce tastes. You know, so uh, I'm wondering if you guys have anything... Is there anything you've ever tasted, dude, that was so delicious that maybe if it was, if someone said, hey, guess what? Like meringues, meringues are, um, you know, no longer available for the, until the end of time. Right. But if you miss it that much, that's actually what jizz tastes like that you would taste it? Is there anything, do you guys have any flavors that you like that much, dude? No Bruno. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I've had a fucking cough too. So I'm at the comedy clubs and I've got to make sure I cough up a fucking full lung before I get on stage because I'm going to make sure I don't cough while I'm on stage. Um, and my cost productive too. I got phlegm and shit coming up. It's like I got, um, you know, bronchitis or, or pneumonia or some shit. Have I seen a doctor? No, cause I'm a male. Um, and you know, we just sit on these things until, you know, until it's too late. Um, but yeah, if you know any, any flavors dude that you really fuck with like heavy like that. I'd be very intrigued to know what kind of um, what kind of flavors you guys fuck with. Um, oh shit! Should we? Dude, we've been going for thirty-two minutes just me talking about myself. Good God! Get over yourself, motherfucker! Oh, speaking of myself, I didn't even tell you how my work Christmas party went. Um, very interesting, dude. Very interesting. Not in a bad way. Um, obviously a few of the ladies got pretty turned pretty early. It happens. Girls, uh, tolerance is a little bit lower than, <clears throat> than men. Sorry about my throat guys. No Bruno. Um, so there was a little bit of turn. There's nothing too inappropriate. Um, uh, I was talking to a girl who is, who is a bit of a free spirit, uh, based on, based on what I've overheard within the office and also conversations we had on Saturday. So she, you know, she's gone and she's done, um, ayahuasca and she, you know, and that's a hallucinogen. I think that's a, that's basically nature's acid, you know, nature's LSD is ayahuasca. And I don't know what that, how you spell that. I don't know what that word looks like or if I'd recognize if, if I saw it. Um, but so that's not the only reason I say free spirit, but I'm just saying this is a type of person that like goes to like tribes and does ayahuasca and, and shit like this, right? Um, talking to her a fair bit uh, and I overheard some conversations she was having about free love and things like this. So... Um, yeah, polygamy, um, things like this. So I, um, I had a chat to one of the guys later that I went out with and he was like, you've got, you've got a partner, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I thought, uh, thought something was going to happen with you and I won't say, I won't say her name, but, and I was like, no, we were just talking. He was like, yeah, yeah. But she just, you know, she seems, she seems a bit out there. Well, he didn't say out there. He said another word, which probably wasn't Term, like the best term to use. So I'm not going to repeat it, you know? Um, and he wasn't being cruel. He was just saying like, be careful, be careful, dude, before you fall into the trap. Me, me falling into traps. No way, dude. Girls have only made me cry about 496 times, dude. So I don't really fall into trap. <laughs> nah. But they, everybody at work knows about Rach. She wasn't able to come because her boss wouldn't let her take the damn day off, dude. 
for for a partner's Christmas party. I guess you know. I guess, but you know, annual leave is annual leave. If you got it, <clears throat> you should be able. You should be able to take it when you fucking want. Anyway, um, so there was that. Then my manager, my direct manager, I had her for Chris Kringle. Um, so that was a bit nerve wracking because I didn't want to get her something shitty. So I tried to get her something thoughtful. Um, so I got her like, she, she was running out of paper in her notebook. So I got her a new notebook and I also got her like a button that you can press on your desk that says like inspirational, but, but kind of sarcastic shit, like hashtag blessed and shit like that. And I think I talked about that on the party already. Um, but she said she, her, her daughter is five and she's really nervous about her daughter um, going to school. And I was like, oh, were you bullied or something? She's like, no. I was like, well, what are you nervous about? And she was like, well, I don't really know. I was like, this day and age, like they're so hot on bullying. Like they, and they weren't like when I was younger and there was even worse before, like before I was born. Right. But now they're so hot on it. Like being bullied at school, isn't an issue. You don't need to be worried about her at school. You got to be worried about her at home on social media and all this. And, um, then yesterday, I think it was, or maybe today she said, Oh, thanks for the advice or whatever. And, you know, I was a few drinks deep at this point, but not really like I fully remember the conversation, but when she said thanks for the advice yesterday or today, I was just like, oh, yeah, because I know heaps about kids or whatever. Like, I felt, I just felt like a bit of a tosser when she said that. But she was like, no, no, like, whatever. I, but maybe she was being um, sarcastic. I don't know. But it kind of felt like she actually meant it. She said something about um, you sometimes just need someone else's perspective or something. So maybe, maybe she actually did like that advice, even though I don't have kids and I don't know nothing about kids. I know how to change diapers. I changed my brother's diapers when they were babies, but it's pretty much it, dude. I don't know enough about my own brothers to make them fucking talk to me. That's for sure. Um, that's an issue for another day. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, oh yeah. Then me and one of the other guys, um, uh, he wanted to go out afterwards and I was like, well, let's fucking do it, dude. I've got, I've got a friend of mine who's got a Christmas thing today as well. And he's going to be in the city about the same time as us. And so we were like, bang, let's do it. Um, and we, we had a lot of drinks. We got fucking, we got fucked up, dude. And I think we had a good time. So, so yeah, that was cool. That was fun. Um, I got, I caught up with, uh, two, two friends of the show. Um, Tom Chisholm, AKA Chiz, AKA Chizzy B. Um, he's, he was there and Lou Da, AKA Lou Dala, AKA, AKA, um, Louis Dalby, um, AKA what I used to call him in high school was King Louie from the Jungle Book. So think about that. Um, caught up with those two, um, and yeah, I got, I ended up getting fuck hard and they put me in an Uber and I went home and I was at home by midnight asleep. So on Sunday, I didn't even feel bad. Uh, so that was good. I was a little bit tired cause when you're drunk, you actually don't get the best sleep, but I wasn't hung over. So I just felt tired on Sunday. So that was cool. Sunday, we went to this lady's house. She has a, her house open like three days a month or something like this where you go and you just walk around her garden and it's all like self-sustainable or something. It offsets water costs or something. I don't, I don't know. Oh, cause she eats so much from her garden. She doesn't need to buy so much at the grocery store and that offsets water costs or something like that. Um, so so yeah, we went there. Um, now, was it interesting? Was the sound of it very interesting? Yes. And was being there anticlimactic? To me, yes, it was. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but when I heard about it, I was like, fuck yeah, and I agreed to go there. And then when I was there, I was like, oh, I agreed to come here type of thing. You know, like, oh, I've seen plants before. Yeah. Yep. And that was, that was kind of my, yeah, that was kind of it. Oh, look, there's an outdoor shower. Yep. Seen that. There's a, there's a thousand of them at beaches. Um, I've seen them at beaches. I've seen them, you know, at hotels sometimes, you know, um, oh, there's a meditation room. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know how much I care about meditation rooms because do you know where else you can meditate? Literally anywhere. Name a place, dude. In your car? Yep. In any room of a house? Yep. Outside? Anywhere? Yes. At a cafe? Yes. It might be a bit more difficult because of noise, but you literally can do it anywhere. On the toilet? Yep. Come on. Keep naming places. Um, hotel lobby? Yes. But again, it's going to be loud like a, like a cafe. But that's the thing. Like with all that, like... If I was going to build a small room outdoors, like why would I, do, why would I though? That's my question is why would I build a really small room outdoors that just to sit in when I can sit in my house for nature? Oh, so there's sunlight or whatever. Open a window. Like there's just so many things to think about, dude. Like just open a window, dude, instead of building a room, you know, if you're going to build a room, make it a man cave or something. That's all, like, that's just the type of stuff I was thinking about when we're pointing out all this shit. We're pointing out shit and I was like, oh, look, there's a, there's a little chair. And then someone much smaller than me sat in the chair and it looked ridiculous. It looked like the most uncomfortable thing in the world. And I was like, well, it just, you know, it's not all, it's not, sometimes things sound better than what they are, you know? Sometimes, sometimes shit sounds better than what it is. Um, like sticky date pudding. If you have sticky date pudding and you literally order that shit and it's not even false advertising because they, they just, they give you sticky date pudding, but they don't give you the sauce. Well then shit, that sticky date pudding sounded better than it, than it was going to be. You know, is, was, that was, that was a, a, a for show retarded analogy, but this episode is definitely getting called sticky date pudding. Um, fuck. Uh, let's go to, let's go. Oh, should we do Clay's reviews first or should we do, um, damn, Advice. Let's do Clay's reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Alright, dude. I watched The Irishman uh, on, on Netflix by um, fucking Martin Scorsese did this shit. Um, now I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was, I think it was a, based on a true story. Hold on. Let's look it up and see if it was based on a true story. And da, 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 da. based on 2004 book, based on the 2004 book, I heard you paint houses. Now let's see if this book is based on true stories. Narrative non-fiction written by former homicide prosecutor. Okay, so yeah, I guess it's based based loosely around a true story. Okay, um, now it is difficult to break this film down. There are so many different aspects. Most of the film is being told by Robert De Niro, right? He's the main character and the narrator. Okay, you start... You start the film in like a, in like a fucking nursing home 
There's dudes in his wheelchair. There's dude named Frank Sheeran, and that's uh, that's Robert De Niro. Um, and he's he's talking about his time as a um, mafia hitman, and we don't really know who he's talking to, but I think really he's talking to us, the audience. They don't really tell you who he's talking to, so I think that was maybe intended. I think he was really talking to us. He was directly telling us the story, which I like. It doesn't distract. It doesn't make you be like, well, who's this cunt then? You know who he's talking to. Um, so, so that was cool. First off. Um, and then it goes, so he, he basically, he sells meat and then he ends up selling it to some of the mafia. Then he starts doing some odd jobs for the mafia. Right. And then the mafia, um, you know, they, they have their hand in politics. So it starts, it takes a left turn and they start talking about John F. Kennedy and stuff. All right, and 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 him being assassinated, and and the impact that that had on this particular mafia story, and why. Um. But, oh, dude, I wish I could talk about the last scene, but I really don't want to. I really don't want to fucking fuck this movie up for anybody. Let me tell you this. When if you want to see this shit, don't just sit down sometime and say, "Oh, let's watch The Irishman." This shit runs like three and a half hours or some shit. It was long. Hold on. Let me see. Running time. 209 minutes, which is 61, 21, 80. Yeah. Yeah. I just said, yeah, three and a half hours. So it's long as fuck. So you need to be prepared for this. Get yourself some snacks. Get yourself a bucket next to your couch so you can piss in. No. Get, get yourself some snacks. Get yourself a chunk of time that you that you feel good. Probably on a Sunday afternoon. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to go into dinner time. Um, maybe skip lunch on a Sunday and have just a bunch of snacks while you eat, while you're watching this shit. You don't want to watch it too late at night. You don't want to fall asleep watching it. You need to be able to pay attention to it. It's a lot of information that you're going to be dealing with. Um, but shit, dude, let me tell you this. Um, this movie was a fucking banger, dude. It had, okay. Directed by Scorsese. You, you're starring, um, uh, De Niro, you've got De Niro, you've got, um, uh, Pacino and you got Joe Pesci. Um, was there anybody else? Uh, what's his name? What's his fucking name? Um, from the guy that he's like the main dude in fucking... Oh my God. In Reservoir Dogs. Harvey Keitel. Fuck. Oh, I'm so glad I fucking got there. Um, he's in it. Not heaps, but he's in it. Um, oh man. It was, it was dope. Let me tell you this. Scorsese, he just does what he does well. He's not really, he doesn't really feel like going outside of his wheelhouse, dude. Like, imagine if he wrote a movie, dude, about, or, or, or directed a movie about, like, um, you know, a, uh, a black female carpenter that, um, you know, her dad, her dad was a doctor and he, and he wanted her to go to college and become, a, you know, a, you know, a, a butt surgeon, right? But she... She likes, I mean, yeah, she likes working with her hands, but not really on assholes, like more, more on like, um, you know, houses or, or cupboards or, uh, you know, sometimes even chairs. She'll put a chair together, you know, she can put the frame of a house together or she can put a fucking, you know, real good rocking chair together, sturdy. Um, make a movie about that, Martin. You know, he's always doing all this gangster shit. And yeah, yeah, I like that gangster shit. It makes me um, excited to watch it. And would I go and, would I go and see a movie about some black woman that, that likes making chairs? Well, I don't know. But what I do know is I, is I did see this. I did see this and it was... Um, it was on fire, dude. So if you if you want to watch this shit on um, 
uh, what's it called? Netflix. <sighs> I watched it in two sittings, which I don't think did it any justice. I wasn't aware that it was as long as it was. I don't think movies need to be this long either. It was so long, dude. And there was some parts in there that I, you know, I did check my phone. Um, they fucking killed it though. They made, they, they made De Niro look old, young and regular in it. So a lot of makeup, a lot of phys- just a lot of uh, visual effects. He's got that mole on his face though. So he didn't really look like an Irishman. You know, he definitely looked still at Sitalian. Um, but they put blue contacts in his eyes. Um, so I guess that made him Irish. They should have, you know, maybe, I don't know. They didn't, did they explain why he was, a, why they called him Irishman? I think he was like in World War II or something. His last name was Sheeran. So that sounds, that sounds like a redheaded name, like Ed Sheeran, you know? So he could have had red, red hair. They could have did red hair instead of not doing that. But he still looked as Italian. So, you know, dude, those are probably the only things. It was long as fuck. And Robert De Niro, like just listen to that name. Robert De Niro, Bobby D, played an Irishman and he should have, he looked and he just looked at Stalin, you know? And he just, the fa- you know the De Niro face? You know the De Niro face? Like, he, that's his real face. He doesn't just do that, you know? So, and that, that face is so Italian, dude. So... He just didn't look like an Irishman, dude. But what, uh, it's all, you know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting distracted by all this. Eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. No, cancel that. 8.5 out of 10, dude. Because I was just thinking about some other eights and I was like, fuck, this movie's, you know, at least that good, if not better. So, fuck. 8.5 out of 10. Nah, dude. Nah, eight. Let's stand by my original one, eight. It was it was mad long, dude. It was mad long. So yeah, eight out of ten for that. And um shit, that was that was quite the flip-flop. Um let's check the advice emails. Alright. Oh Eric. Sorry, sorry, I was reading that inside my head for some reason. Uh, Eric, subject, buying a home and being told who is going to live with me. Don't like the sound of that, dude, especially after what I just talked about for the first 32 minutes of this podcast. Let's, let's hear more. So I worked my ass off and I have a house being built for me and my fiance. And you're not good at spelling fiance because that says finance. <laughs> anyway... Um, it is supposed to be done in four months. It is going to be solely in my name since my finance <laughs> has bad credit. And that is the funniest shit. That's the funniest shit ever, dude. Listen to this. My finance has bad credit. And that, that actually, dude, that fucking sentence still works, but you're still trying to say fiance. And, um, dude, I don't know what you do for work, but it must be with numbers because it surely ain't with letters. Um, anyway. My finances mum is telling her we need to get to let her brother live with us. He'll be paying rent uh, because he's having a hard time on his own. I don't want to be an ass, but I really only want me and her there. What should I do? Oh, shit. Have a chat to the dude. Don't worry about the mother. It's not her choice. And don't worry. And have a chat to your fiance first or your finance, whatever you want to call her, dude. Sit her fine ass down. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry. Sorry. Sit her finance down and um, tell her, hey, look, I don't really want your brother to live here. Are you happy if we sit him down or I sit him down and have a chat with him? Sit him down and say, look, I understand you're going through some shit. Your mum has said that you'll be living with us. Um, and paying rent because you're going, you're having a hard time on your own, but 
if you're going to be paying rent with us, what is stopping you from paying rent with somebody else? Uh, because me and your sister are trying to start our own lives together. And this, this isn't the ideal way for it to start. We're not even established yet. Um, and it's put, it's going to put extra pressure on us. Um, not only financially, and I know you want to do your bit in terms of that, but you know, this is, this is why we build houses, why we own houses is to have our own space. And that's being encroached from the get go. So what, what can I do to help in another way other than having you live with us? Because I don't think that is a decision that your mother gets to make. It's a decision that me and your sister get to make. Mostly me. And don't say that. Um, um, yeah, because... I don't know. I, I, I feel like that was pretty good advice. And that that's what I would say. I wouldn't get aggressive towards the mother or your sister. I would talk to him and not even be aggressive. Tell him how you feel and maybe he'll understand. And if he doesn't, fuck him. That's, hey, no, no wonder he's having a hard time if you can't even fucking understand that. Shit. You know? And in saying that, <laughs> it, maybe, maybe I should take some of my own advice and um, I don't know. Talk to Rachel. I have to talk to Rachel. I have to talk to Rachel. Month is a long time. We've already agreed to it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut it short. But um, I don't know for future or something. Uh, a month is a long time, and um, and this you know, this house is someone's house. So boundaries need to be boundaries need to be in order. Anyway, um. In terms of your mother-in-law, dude, the entitlement on her to say, to tell you who's living in your house is pretty wild. It's your it's your decision, especially if the house is only in your name. What? Uh, not sure. Not sure about that. Um, you know what? Sometimes. Sometimes you got to say no to shit, dude. Saying no is saying no that is something that can get you a long way. Yeah, like if you got like I've got my books pretty full of work. I've, I'm my clients, and I've been offered more clients. Right, more clients means more money. It's easier. It's easier to bill. Right, more work, more work, more money. But more work, more stress. Um, more deadlines. You got to think about that. So it's not all. It's not always more money. That there's there's pros and cons. And if that cons list is too long, and that pros list is too short or or non-existent, you got to think about that, dude. And um, yeah, dude, I, I I wouldn't be given in just because of who has made the request. I would be definitely assessing this situation further um your girl your your fiance's got bad credit the house is all in your name so it sounds it sounds like if she's got bad credit she's probably not doing great financially so this is a financial risk that you take on this guy if he's not doing too good you what what you're feeding this dude you're giving him cheap rent um what's he borrowing your fucking car like what's going on here fuck's going on here you know there was a there was a comment made uh at my house about about some some more guests staying here um and no the answer is no for that you know we've got one guest room someone staying there and no one else stays here you know one one month of how, of someone staying here is is more than accommodating. It's probably a bit too. That's a twelfth of the year. That's a whole month. That's a twelfth of the year, dude. You break it down like that. 
Then you start talking about weeks and you're down into the 40s and there's 52 weeks in the year and you're, you're in the 40s now? Come on, son. We, uh, yeah. One twelfth, one twelfth of the year, dude. It's wild. Um, so no, we don't have, we don't have space for more, for more guests. What are we doing? It's not a fucking hotel, you know? It's not a fucking hotel. Um, and neither's your fucking house, dude. So you don't need to make it one either. Understand that. And why doesn't the mother take this fucking dude? It's her son. Why is she telling you, why is she telling you to, to take him? Why is it your responsibility? It's just, I don't know. It just seems weird. What's I've heard about these in-laws, dude. I've heard about them and I just didn't know if they existed. And you know, you find out. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you, if you want to be weak and go through with it and no, sorry, I'm not trying to antagonize you. If, if you want to avoid conflict and just go through with it, you're not only going to resent the bro- your brother-in-law and your mother-in-law, you're going to resent your sister. Even though it's not her call, she she didn't make the call, your mother-in-law did, you will resent her because it's her brother, it's her family doing it. It's not gonna it's not gonna end well for you, dude. So I would uh, I'd tread I'd tread lightly, man. Um I didn't realize that we'd gone for an hour. Um, the midweek episode, the hump day episode is usually a bit shorter. Um, I guess I haven't really felt comfortable getting on this potty. So I've, you know, I feel, I feel a little bit better being able, you know, being in this house by myself and just banging this shit out. So, so I sat down a bit longer. So, um, if you did listen to this whole shit, thank you. Please don't, um, go snitching on me. Um, follow welcome to the potty on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform is if this is your first time listening, please hit that subscribe button, please rate and review us five stars. Help me get to that goal. Help me start making some more money on this shit and you know, get out of this nine to five grind. You know, I'm happy to do a nine to five grind, but I really want to, I really want to do it on my own terms. You know, I want to do this comedy shit and I'll do comedy, dude. I'll do fucking I'll do fucking 8 to 11.30 grind. I'll do 8 to 1 a.m. grind, dude. For just comedy. But it's just a bit different with this fucking... Uh, this other... This other office job. Sort of like... Sort of just sitting there... Uh, taking up my whole life. And I know I'm not the only one doing this. Thinking about it, so... But let's not fucking open that can of worms again because we'll be here all night. Um, Rate and view the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like I said before, I'm feeling a bit stagnant here. Let's fucking build this shit, man. Build this shit. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yo, I was listening to this podcast all day. People always talk about podcasts. When someone says, I was listening to this podcast, fucking, oh, I was listening to this crime podcast. Be like, hey, to offset that shit. When you're feeling all fucking freaked out from from all the murders you're listening to, you got to listen to Welcome to the Potty, dude. This dude, he's the most charitable podcast and he's funny and he's real and he fucking brings he brings the devastation when it hits and he brings the fucking joy when it's lit, you know? Think about that. Um if you know a single parent, mother or father of a child, not of a fucking grown adult, that could use some support, could use a, a weekend off of parenting, you know, could use a dinner, a nice dinner in a restaurant that, that they want to go to, you know, and, and get their babysitting covered. Nominate them. Welcome to the party at gmail.com. And, and we'll fucking, we'll fucking assess what we can do for that individual. To that email address, you can also send your poor posture of the week, your questions, your advice questions. Your, uh, what's the other one? Poor posture of the week. Listen to this fuck shit. And you know what else I'd like? Would you rathers. If you could send me in some would you rathers, I'd love to see what, I'd love to see what sick shit you guys can come up with and answer those kind of questions for you. Um, also don't, please don't forget 
To sign up with Bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Um, and buy yourself a welcome to the potty butter soft um, unsourced t-shirt and um, and 5% of that for this month will be going to 5% of all proceeds for this month will be going to um, Taboo uh, and look them up if you like on Google Taboo um, they are a charity uh, started in South Australia as well so think um, think local act no think global act local you know things like that that's a that's a saying that's a cliche anyway you know what it is this is welcome to the potty I love this this is my first no this is my best Best time of my week. You guys make me feel good. You guys make me not worry so much, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking by. Thank you. Just thank you, man. I love you guys. So make sure you love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Potty. And as always, bung fucking bung. Baby, you're gone too